You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This is Sean Dorsey from No Hope Records, and you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 128 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, for the second time this week, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matur. Holy hangover, Batman. Oh, baby. <laughs> you had a long night. Thank yeah. you for being here yeah. at 8, 18 in the morning. Cons- you got here at like 7.45. Considering I walked in my door at 3.30 and my alarm went off at 6. You, I woke up at, I don't know, like... Two o'clock this morning or three o'clock this morning, and I just saw you had just tagged me in something on Instagram. And I was like, "What is this kid doing?" <laughs> yeah, I I knew it was going to be tough, and when I heard my alarm, I was I I couldn't even move. I was like, Ugh. "Congratulations to Machi and Lauren on your wedding." Sam is paying for it this morning. I am paying for it, but it was worth it. It was a great night. Just everyone there, just my liver hurts. If you're new to the podcast, we are the single source for all of your nerdy news and gaming, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. We're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time. Be sure to join the We Pod Squad by hitting that subscriber follow button on all of your podcast services like iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you get your audible goodness is the easiest and cheapest way to help the show grow it takes like a minute or you could just head over to we podcast and we know things.com your one-stop shop for everything we podcast and we know things including links to follow us on all of our social media platforms a link to purchase whatever you'd like some swaggy swag from the store or to help us on patreon every single month by supporting us monetarily we kick you back some sweet rewards uh, but all of that can be found at WePodcastWeKnowThings.com. And obviously, if you want to listen to the show, you can head over there as well. We couldn't do this show without our partners at the We Be Geeks Podcast Network, which is really awesome. Those guys are great. Um, there's about 20 other shows you can go check out alongside ours at WeBeGeeksPC.com. That's WeBeGeeksPC.com. And the ESO Network, our friends over there at the ESO Network, I got to tell you, uh, not only are those dudes super supportive and, and repost all of our stuff on social media and we appreciate them and all they do, they started this new thing for all the network hosts. So it's like 28 shows uh, called ESO Network Riffs. I mentioned it in an earlier episode just briefly. Um, they did – it's where we watch something and then we talk over it and tell jokes, kind of like the Mystery Science Theater 3000 of the – you know, or I think there is like a Riffs or Laugh Tracks or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there's got to be. And um, so they're doing that and they did the Batman 1989 movie – and then they did Star Wars, Star Trek. I can't remember. But this time in on April, I want to say 8th, maybe the 28th. I don't think so because I think we moved it up because that's Avengers week. Um, or the week after is they're doing the final episode of Game of Thrones season 7, I think. Oh, cool. So to get ready for Game of Thrones season 8. I'm sure so people will pick it apart. I'm, I'm almost positive yeah. that I'm going to join that. It's a Saturday just night. Just to pick it apart? It's just to What's have fun Nike? with it. Yeah, just to have fun <laughs> with it. Uh, yeah. But just it's a Saturday night at like eight, so I gotta see if I can. But yeah. if I can, I'm hundred percent down. But that's some of the fun stuff you get at the ESO network and Weeby Geeks Podcast Network. So appreciate those. A little bit for what we got for you today. We have trivia. It is ten point five for Sam, ten for me. We made a move on the score last week, which Only is took six months. awesome. Uh, we're gonna start in gaming. So Sam's gonna take it right after trivia from gaming. We're gonna do movies, then TV. Then Sam's got his Spotlight comic, uh, and then our Patreon shoutouts, our picks of the week. It's probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. We say that now, but it won't be. 
um, because I mean, we had an episode Monday, yeah. so we covered a lot of the news and, that came out I mean, Monday. And I, I would, I wouldn't mind a shorter episode. Today. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Sam. I told him. I said, "We'll get you to bed soon, buddy. I promise you." He drives a half hour when he's probably. Well, no, I won't say it. Yeah, I, I had coffee. I was, I was, I was on caffeine. <laughs> so let's get into trivia, and then Sam will take gaming again. Ten point five for Sam. Ten for me. First to eleven win by two. And you know there were some there were some news again with um. I don't know if you saw on Twitter. I'm sure you did. Was Futurama had its you know 20 year thing? You saw Billy West, all the all the voices. It just brought back all these memories. So of course I had to throw a Futurama question at you. Yeah. In Futurama, what year was Fry born? <clears throat> wow. I mean, if you that's really good. Like if you think to the pot, you can actually I, I, get it. It's, I, I, it, it I, is pretty. Yeah. You could get it. I forget what age he. Like I'm thinking about what age he is when he gets frozen because yeah, I know what year yeah. he gets frozen. Exactly, exactly. So I can just. I could have had that. He gets I, frozen in '99, so it's like a New Year's Eve going into 2000. So if I could just remember how old he was, if so facto, <laughs> say 1980, um, I'm going to go with 1980. Final answer. Or 1979. Shit. 1980. Final answer. Yeah. Incorrect. But the. If you ask for answers, 1979 was in there, but okay. it was 74. Okay. 1974. So he's 25. Okay, it makes sense. 25 years old. Just trying to put him in the in the right mindset. Does it, I'm sure there are flashbacks that from when he was exactly. a kid that say I, I, in the first very first episode you find you find. Yeah. That. Okay. Um, and then my question to you is: It's, gonna be, it's a doozy. Who created Futurama? It's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a doozy. Um, it's a Game of Thrones question. Okay. And you kind of got to be a game nerd to get it. But I feel like you're kind of a game nerd. If not, I have a 25% chance of getting it right. <laughs> when he first joins the Night's Watch, so season one, okay, Jon Snow mm-hmm. is appointed to which order of the Night's Watch? Which section? I don't remember. There are different yeah, classes. I remember this class, Watch. but I don't remember. I have to hear it. You, got, you ready? Yeah. Rangers. Builders. Stewards, scouts. Oh, fuck. I want to say ranger. I want, but it's not you know. But I have a feeling it's something else. Excuse me, I I'm over my gold for the most part. It's either ranger or a scout. What could it be? John Snow. John Snow. Let's go, Scout. Scout is incorrect. It is Steward. Oh, if you remember, good. right that after he joins the Night's Watch, he's cleaning tables and stuff, like with with rags and stuff. He's in there cleaning like the mess. Because the one dude didn't like him because right. he was a bastard. So he's a steward. Damn yeah. I, yeah. I, I guess I probably it makes it, yeah, it makes sense it makes when sense. you think about the show. So I thought it's hard, but the I think the name was harder than what it actually is. Yeah. If you just think about what he did, you're like, oh, he's cleaning tables. Oh, steward. Oh, that's what they do. If you would have said like yeah. maid or some shit, I probably would have taken it. If you had said like something like that, I didn't need. I, do, I just forgot like how where he starts. Oh, I forgot in the beginning he was hated, and then and Tyrion like goes way. with yeah. him. It's the craziest. Like we, so we rewatched Game of Thrones. You said we couldn't yeah. do it. We're caught up. Oh, you really? So I gave up on season seven. Once seven started, I was like, "Fuck this, I'm out." She can watch it herself. I would have watched it out. You're, you're so close. <clears throat> like I would have watched that shit again. It's so good. The the whole show, dude. Watching it again and like piecing it, things it, together. It first is Monday. Oh man, dude, it's right here. Yeah, two more weeks. Two more weeks from tomorrow. I can't wait. Oh, two more weeks from tomorrow. It starts on and, only, and only six weeks for two years of waiting. I know, so right? butthurt. Uh, but, you know, like, 
this is my third time through. So except for like season six, I only watched once. Like Battle of the Bastards, I'd only seen one time. But when you watch it through again with somebody else too, like yeah. this is my first time watching through with. Well, no, it's not. I watched it through with her on her first go around. So that's not. Well, it was her first time for for it being both of our not first times. Yeah, and we were both picking things up. Yeah, subtly that we're like, holy shit! But you're always gonna pick, especially with Game of Thrones. It's just a great yeah. time because it's never boring because you're always looking for something that has more meaning. I probably forgot more shit than I can remember about it's, Game of Thrones. You honestly, dude, you like there's little nuances, but like largely you kind of remember yeah. everything. It's it's strange like as that. As long as like they give you like when before season eight starts, they give me like a recap of like season one and bring it all up. Like, say, I'm sure I, they're gonna do. IGN posted. Five minutes of each season of a recap. So if you want to get caught up, you can just go on IGN, That's actually YouTube, a good idea. and just go watch. Or Screen Crush, whom I hate, probably most hated yeah, YouTube channel. You know. I think you're um, you're voiced on the podcast saying it. But I, I just I hate him. But they actually did a 13 minute recap as well. It's not in chron- It's not like uh, oh, it's just everything. In it's one. just everything okay. in one, which it's it's really kind of good. I don't. I'd probably watch both, maybe just to get out everything I could. Yeah, Screen Crush is a little too clickbaity for me, but this was like, all right, I know this isn't clickbait. You're just trying to inform, yeah. so I watched the video and it was pretty damn good. So if you want to check out like the recaps, you can find them. It's a, I would I would recommend it. There are characters that come into that show in season one and two that you're like shit. Completely. I thought they came in in yeah. four yeah. or five, like Jack and Hagar is in season two, and you're like oh, wow. shit. Yeah. <laughs> damn. And we'll start in the gaming space. We got three games. We have three reviews. But we'll start it off in Yoshi's Crafted World. I was like 100% all for getting this game. I have a $60. You pre- yeah, didn't you pre-order it? I did. I canceled mm-hmm. it. I have a, cause oh. I, well, I have a 60 No, 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 no. I have a $60 Best Buy gift card. Oh, okay. So I was just like, I'll just buy it with that. And then I, the time came yesterday, Friday, to go buy it. And I was like, I'm good. Let's watch. I, I made wa- Ashley watch The Sandlot for the first time in her oh, life. That's so crazy. She's never seen The Sandlot. And she's never seen Mrs. Doubtfire, so we're halfway through that, too. I bought that on Amazon, five bucks, Blu-ray. Yeah, dude, Love I think I, I got it for like four Love five bucks. But uh, anyway, decided, let's just watch those instead. I, there's something like, about... not buying a game. I and it's Yoshi, too. I, I don't have, like, all the time in the world. I've also made the conscious decision, Sam, under this table are three bags of games, like Super Nintendo... Yeah. GameCube that I'm gonna go trade in. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop being a collector. I've decided, and I haven't had an NES in like a like five or six years. Mine busted, yeah. so I'm gonna go buy an NES. I'm gonna buy all the games that I want to get for NES. I've done my research uh, on how much I'm I can get for those games. <laughs> They're none none of them are, are newer uh, yeah, games. I'll, I'll save those. But like I've decided, why to be a collector and get games I'm never gonna play. Let's just He's learning play the games. Well, I also, I want to get some money for her. Of course. For of the course, daughter. Of course. Um, so it's like, it's not I, have just a bunch of useless, <laughs> I have a bunch of, not useless shit, because yeah. I value it, but yeah. <laughs> I have a bunch of stuff that only I value. So like, she doesn't like it a I'll lot. make the I'll make the, <laughs> the adult decision yeah. to trade them in for another useless shit of NES. So anyway, I'm going to get an NES I, I like a bunch of cool games. And I approve. Um, so like with my gaming, you saw what I was playing this morning when when yep. I walked in. I wasn't playing Switch. I was playing Old school Super shit. Nintendo. Yep. So uh, this is a game I definitely want to get. Um, definitely, definitely want to get. I'm going to spend my $60 gift card here on MLB The Show 19. So it's Harvard's on the front. You have to get it. Plus, it's apparently much better than previous. We'll get to that in just yeah. a second, though. But I do have the review for Yoshi's Crafted World on Nintendo Switch. Yoshi's Crafted World, which I loved, loved the demo. That's the thing that made me want to buy the game. Is an engaging and charming platformer that is absolutely worth playing. 
but it misses a clear opportunity to be more than that by not taking full advantage of its most clever ideas. It has enough creative collectibles to make completionists want to hurt or hunt down every last one, but I'm disappointed Crafted World didn't challenge me more in the way its last few levels proved it could have. Of course, I thoroughly enjoyed every adorable hour I spent with it. Seven five. Seven eight. I'll take that. Yeah, it's That's it's good, right? And a lot and, of people and, and are saying well, you're still going to get it eventually. eventually. Yeah. And I, a lot of people are saying it's just mega easy. Yeah. So I'll wait for it. Nintendo sometimes does a sale where they do it for like forty five bucks. I think I'll pop it there at that price point. But I'm not just I don't play games enough right yeah. now. To, but maybe another game you could be interested. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. If this thing wasn't thirty bucks, I'd be totally down. But. There are some surprisingly good fight mechanics in Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, but there's very little meat on that skeleton. A well-rounded <laughs> roster of fun, nostalgic characters is represented poorly Ooh. by dated graphics, slapdash presentation, and most damningly, a lack of meaningful single-player content, other modes, characters, and stages. It's a solid start for the developer Enway's first foray, foray into fighting games, but there is a long way to go to make Power Rangers a contender in a space that's become crowded with high-quality fighting fighting games 5-0 it's bordering between okay and good in IGN's in yeah, IGN's mind like um, I've watched some videos on this game it's three on three just like Dragon Ball yeah. Fighter Z it's got Mighty Morphin all the way through so you can be oh, Tommy and Jason it. and Billy yeah. and, and Zachary and uh, Kimberly. Kimberly and um, Trini so yeah, and it's like dude I don't I don't know if there's villains which I think would have put it over the top for me if I could play as like the villains, yeah. like the eyeball monster and like the pig, yeah. which is just basically a big ass pig head. Like those monsters are iconic yeah. to me. And so it's just Power Rangers fighting each other. I'd like to know the story, but it's not enough. I just feel like it's the same character fighting each other because Power Rangers are just kind of similar to me. Plus, I would only play as the Mighty Morphin. That's all we we grew up with. It. It's, I, I don't care about the other ones. So I mean, we could shift into Turbo. You said I don't even know that reference. I, I got it. It's the Power Ranger Turbo. <laughs> And you shift. Exactly. I got it. <laughs> Believe me. And MLB The Show is out with our boy Harper on the front. Yeah, Bryce Harper on the cover in a Phillies pinstripes, which is beautiful. MLB The Show 19 continues the series' slow march of progress, okay. though with a bigger step this year than last. Moments moments, and March to October offer fresh ways to experience the outstanding gameplay, complete with the refinements of, on the defensive side of the ball. By integrating overt RPG mechanics into the single-player progression, Road to the Show has evolved into one of the deepest sports career modes currently available, even if it feels like less of a true-to-life simulation as a result. MLB The Show 19's refreshed looks and sound closely replicates real MLB games on TV, thanks to some nice camera angles and graphical touches that emulate broadcasting. The biggest disappointment is franchise mode which continues to be the mode that's left behind overall this is the most compelling version since the show 12 initially added diamond dynasty so seven years this is the best game in seven years according to ign 80 87 now okay, that's good the damning part for me as a as a lover of baseball and a lover of the show yeah. i bought everyone's from yep. 12 uh, from 12 no sorry from 14 when i got my ps4 to uh 18 i didn't buy 18 is and i quote them the biggest disappointment is franchise mode, which continues to be the mode that's left behind. Unfortunately, that's like the only mode I play yeah. besides Road to the Show, where you start in the in Miners single A and you have to work, work your way up, up, which I love, yeah. but I'm just playing as me. I want to craft a yeah, team and yeah. be the GM and make the trades and da-da-da. And the franchise mode is the one that is least 
polished. Yeah. I'm almost like pissed. Fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. That, there's a reason I stop playing. Yeah. So goddamn much. Uh, like, did you get? Did you get the show? Day. Did you get? I'm gonna get it. Okay. I don't know if you got I, it or not. No, not yet. Again, it came out on um, Tuesday. I think it came out this past Tuesday. So, but I'm almost another there. game only matter of time. But we had PlayStation had their event, State of Play. We <clears throat> yeah. both watched it. Yeah, dude, I I'll tell you because there's there's a, I heard a lot of shit about it. <laughs> People are like pissed. They're like shitting on this thing, and you know why? Is because when you have expectations and they're not met, you immediately think it's a disappointment. Yeah, like yeah. if you think that oh my god, PlayStation's going to announce stuff. If they skipped E3 this year, if they had a bullshit E3 last year, if they skipped their PSX, which is their own conference last December, what were you expecting? And, and, and that's the thing. Like, I went in, like, I think we talked about, like, it's not like they're going to mention PS5. Right. They're not going to drop another God of War. They're not going to be like, here's Double no. Christ. It wasn't going to be anything crazy. It was, no. this is what, here's some games. Enjoy. And we knew, we knew it was going to be VR heavy. And it yeah. was. It was almost yeah. entirely VR centric. Yeah. And, and and that would probably be, I guess, maybe the one thing I could say was, it was a lot of VR. It was almost all VR. And we have our top three this week. Just like whenever there's a Nintendo Direct, we do a top three from the Nintendo Direct. We're going to treat PlayStation equally because they're a goddamn great game company. And uh, we're going to do our top three things, whether it was positive or negative, from the state of play. The state of play is a Nintendo Direct style presentation they made. And... Boy, howdy, when I say it was a Nintendo Direct-style presentation, that's like the one fault I found with it was they pretty much ripped it right yeah. from Nintendo. Yeah. It was a voiceover narrative with the slides going left to right. She gave a three-second preview to the game before they showed oh, it. It was very, oh, no, very, very liked, Nintendo direct it was nice and simple. It was very, it was and very like, simple. And, and I understand. It's like they didn't re- try to reinvent the wheel. Like, let's do our own. They yeah. followed the Formula Nintendo. I, I don't blame them. Yeah. You know, and, and to be honest, I I, told, I texted you after. I was like, right, guy. I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, for what it was, dude, it wasn't bad. Uh, dude, I looked at this thing on YouTube. I, we were recording when when it happened yeah, yep. um, on episode 127. And so we, I guess at like 6.30, I finally got to watch it. Maybe 6.15. I don't even remember. And so it was over for about an hour. And so it was already posted to yeah. YouTube by PlayStation. So I click on it. And it has, oh, like 6,000 likes and 13,000 downvotes. And I was like, people are so yeah. fucked. And that's and that's the first thing you used before I even seen it. You were like, dude, it's got so many negative like like thumbs down or whatever. And I was like, what the hell? Oh, no, I was like, what the hell happened? Yeah. And so I, when I typed in state of play on YouTube, the video below it was one of those clickbaity fuck you thumbnails that I hate so much. But the title of the video was PlayStation State of Play. What the fuck was that? Or WTF oh was that? So I was like, oh no, like what did they do? Like oh no, they must have like come out and just sat there and talked in front of a camera for 15 minutes and didn't show anything. Like I was so, and then I get on it and I watch it. And the first thing we see is Iron Man VR. And as soon as you see it, you knew who it was. And as soon as I said, Oh, an Iron Man game. Cool. It's VR. You knew it was going to be VR. People were like, I thought it was going to be a full fledged Iron Man game. Like Spider-Man. You think they do that at the state of play? Yeah, like I think you, you guys give that's them time. That's a PSX announcement. Yeah, I was gonna. That's a PS5 game. I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, right. And that, that's nothing. Yeah, the, you're you're going to announce the PS5 before you're going to announce Iron yeah. Man's first solo adventure. Like, there's no more PS4 exclusives coming out after uh, what? Maybe Death Stranding. Maybe <clears throat> like Dreams is coming out. Sekiro just came out. Yeah. Um, Ghost of Tsushima is what I think that's Xbox. I'm not sure. Maybe that's no, that's both. Is both. So like. That's coming, but there's n- not anymore. 
PS4 is, is put out the pasture in terms of giant. I games. mean, we're not we're not shooting it like right. oh yeller, but right. Last of Us Two is going to come to PS5 too. Like if you don't think that's getting ported to PS5, you're out of your goddamn mind. So like there are still games that are coming to PS4, but they've already been announced. Yeah. They're not going to announce anymore. Any big ass AAA game is going to be hold off until PS5, which I personally think is probably going to get announced in like couple months August like you're yeah. probably going to do like yeah. a if they don't announce it at PSX like I if I were them August is kind of like meh it's kind of a downtime yeah. in gaming E3's done yeah, people the hype. hype has died down you pick everybody back up and then in December you have PSX where you just start announcing games yeah. that would be cool or maybe a release date or something um so maybe I could see that but we knew this was Iron Man in VR and it looks okay it does. I, it was, I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I got to go get a VR headset. Right. But for what I saw, I was like, okay. There's a reason I don't have an I, or a, a PSVR. There's no wireless yet. <laughs> exactly. And there's going to be some latency issues with that once it is wireless. But this is my number two. Oh, uh, wow. It did, it did not make my list. Yeah, it is my number two on the list just because, again, this there wasn't a lot for me here. Um, this, this wasn't like amazing, this thing. It was just not... Yeah, I mean, I mean my, it wasn't as bad as everybody said. I think my one and two is it's pretty obvious, but my three might be a little surprising. But. And I like that, but and I think I have an idea of what it is. But I went for things that were not announced yet. Yeah, like there are things on your list I imagine yeah. have already oh, been yeah, announced. Yeah, yeah. So like that doesn't do it for yeah. me. And that's another thing I think people rightfully were mad at because um, it was after Iron Man VR was followed up by Crash Team Racing. Um, my number one. That's, with, come on. But we knew that already. Yeah. And we saw footage already. Yeah. Like, there was nothing new about that announcement. Well, they, they showed a little... They showed, like, a 30-second... There was a new clip, I thought. There's a new they, mode for PS4 that yeah. you can switch the graphics to the original which, PS4. Which I thought that was... The, ain't that what we said? What was the last game they did? Didn't they do an old game like that? And I wish we could have switched it? Like, oh, fuck. What game was that? I don't know. They should have done it with Crash the Insane Trilogy. That would have been sweet. But they changed the mechanics. I just look for that, like, but... and, and just look at the difference where it started and where it's at now. Like, it just got me more hyped to the game. Like this is a yeah. pre-order. I doubt I'm going to go through it. Like, oh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, it's coming June 21. This did not yeah. make my list, but they showed a, uh, a trailer for it. We, again, they showed old stuff. They put new twists on the old stuff. I just like, saw Tiny driving, and I cracked up. That, was, that part was funny. I like Tiny a lot. Um, I, I think that might be why it's like, dude, Tiny's the man. Yeah, Cortex in a car. Crash Coco and Cortex in a cart. Dude, and the, the, was it the little polar bear? I, I think yeah. I saw him drive. Like, I don't know. It, it just, it got me. They won me over. Yep. And it, this this was a trailer for a game we already saw footage for, but that new mode for PlayStation only that lets you go from PS1 to PS4 style graphics, um, that is the, the announcement that they yeah. had. I think for this, they weren't clear on it. Like they said, here comes a new thing for playstation only and then they just showed a trailer with some old footage mixed in and you're like wait is that the announcement or are you just throwing old footage in yeah they could have been a little bit more clear in their explanation again it's nothing to get nine, and it was their first it was their first attempt it's nothing to get thirteen thousand down votes yeah, over 600 upvotes it's just not enough yeah, people were just freaking out they hate the hate yeah. they were just hating the hate uh, and you know, you, always people got to remember back in like 11 and 12 when nintendo started their directs they saw yeah, so they had already had what a couple of years of already fine tuning it, and getting it right. And PlayStation, I'm sure they're going to change some things. And they get it right. And the argument can be made: they have seven years, eight years of Nintendo Directs to look yeah. at to make to yeah. like make it good right away. But you got to understand, this is brand new for this company. Yeah. Yeah. Let them have some time. They announced No Man's Sky with a VR update. Um, I think it's a little too late for No Man's Sky Beyond. They did this two or three years after the game bombed. Yeah. Um. So probably not where they. Needed to be on that. Uh, they then announced some indie game, Ready, Set, 
I'm sorry, uh, Ready, Set, Heroes. Then they announced my number three. And who would have thought this would have ever been my number three? But Five Nights at Freddy's VR. Yeah, I, I saw it. I was like, that's different. <laughs> it was different. I, For a little while there, I was sucked into the Five Nights at Freddy's hype where it was all over Hot Topic and the most watched game on the internet in the history of the internet. Really? And like... I liked it for it had some charm because it reminded me like everybody else of Chuck E. Cheese yeah. and Discovery Zone yeah. and Sahara Sam's and but now nightmare fuel because these animatronics come alive and yeah. eat you. Exactly. Uh, but I saw new Five Nights at Freddy's footage and immediately I said this is VR as well, um, and it was. And the only reason this made my list <clears throat> because it is coming to HTC Vive, Oculus, and Steam for all these other VR platforms is, you know what, Resident Evil Seven on its own scary game. In VR, scariest game. Like, totally different experience. <laughs> so, Five Nights at Freddy's, that tension of what's around the next corner, yeah. scary. Yeah. But in VR, that could legitimately be fucking yeah. tension-filled. Oh, 100%. And so, that's why oh. it's my number three, just for that alone. I don't need that shit in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I would play the v- PSVR on the toilet, because that's where I would need to be. Jesus. Uh, my number one then came next. Damn. So, by halfway through this damn thing, I'm already out. Damn. Is Concrete Genie. Uh, this is not a VR game. It's on PS4. Coming to PS4. It's a PS4 exclusive oh, yeah, action-adventure game that's coming this fall. And it got a gameplay trailer. It involves graffiti. That's where the concrete genie yeah. comes in. And this, that, and the other. So it reminded me of like almost like Jet Set Radio uh, in a way. But this art style, it looks beautiful. It looks like James and the Giant Peach, if you think about the way that movie looked. Yeah. That's the art style this game has. And I don't want to give up any other information other than go watch this little trailer that was in the state of play, and you'll understand why it was my number one. It's exactly the type of game I like. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, it was cool. It just, for <clears> me, I was like, nah. They showed us, like, a montage of, I think, like, eight other PSVR games. So, like, we got, like, a burner reel, reel, which is fine. There was nothing really in there for me. Then they showed us a trailer for Days Gone. My number three. Uh, Days Gone is coming out April 26th. Yeah. So, a month, a little less than a month from now. Um, again, not a new announcement. Really nothing new here. But I mean, it, was, it was, like, freakers and breakers and <clears throat> zombies that basically they're just trying to kill you. And you're basically, I saw, like, you try to lure hordes into, like, town to kill the enemy so you can kind of, like... Don't have to kill everybody. Yeah, so this is uh, this game's been announced for like four years, and it's been delayed like Crackdown Three style. What, what was the other? Did they have one like that before? Like the same, almost like the same premise. A lot like, of games. It was like Savings, uh, Daylight, like Dead Day- by Daylight. There's um, State of Decay. There's Left for Dead. It was the zombie game genre. There's Days Gone. Um, not sorry, Days Gone. Um, we did the same thing. You you thought of it on another yep, thing. Yep, and I can't. They announced the sequel for it. It was like Daylight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Something, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, mean, I just like, it, it just looked, all the other games I thought were either VR or Kitty or something, I wouldn't get. Yeah. So but, I could, it could have put on my list because it's not what I would get. This is a new trailer for this game. So again, I guess new footage yeah. for the same thing. The premise of this game is you're a biker in a town and the, the zombie genre has been done to death. But the difference here is these hordes are hundreds yeah, deep. Yeah. So you have to get through not just one zombie here, five zombies yeah. here. We're talking hundreds on the screen at the same time. That's impressive yeah. no, from was. a graphical and standpoint. And that's why I thought it looked cool. And I like that you can use them against each other to take out all the hordes. I was like, okay, the, that's pretty neat. I feel like the way that you're going to be able to use zombies in this game to, like you said, kind of be creative with yeah. that. Like almost like Breath of the Wild style where you can use objects to kill things you couldn't think of before. Dude, if I... 
If I was able to like take a zombie, strap a bomb to him, and chuck him over here, then yeah. they run to it and they all blow up. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. And then lastly, we close with a new story trailer for Mortal Kombat 11. I'm assuming that's <laughs> number two. Right. <clears throat> well, Liu Kang, Jax, Kung Lao, sold. Yeah. yeah. Done. Um, they were all revealed. Well, Johnny Cage started off in the beginning. I was so they, they had me. Yeah. I mean, this is. The trailer was titled "Old School, Old School yeah. versus New School," and this this trailer confirmed what we all kind of knew. Old versus new was there's going to be a lot of time travel in this game where you have the older versions of these characters like Jax, Johnny yeah. Cage versus their younger selves. They're going to be traveling back in time to almost fight each other, good versus evil style, which I and I appreciate Ed Boon's um, idea there, and I think the story has premise. Uh, or promise. I don't know why I said premise. Yeah. It's got promise, but it did unveil. Kung Lao is one of my favorite characters yeah. in, in Mortal Kombat yeah. history. I don't love Jax. I don't love Liu Kang, except for when Liu Kang turns into a dragon, which we saw. Like That's going to be badass. Um, but we got those three characters, and that was it. It was 19 minutes. It was okay. Hey, it wasn't long. I thought it was just the right length. They showed some <laughs> decent stuff and for the first attempt. Well, like, what more did you guys expect? Like, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. I think you should just kind of be happy. Everyone, stop being so dying negative. light. Dying light. That's it. I, I knew something light. I was like, yo, I just remember light. But it, it was it was good, and I'm sure the next one will be better. So here's the thing. Like before, we just wrap real quick. I don't think it was good. I just think it was totally yeah, fine. I just yeah, it was, it was, it was totally okay. fine. Yeah. There's nothing in this that I was like, Sony, what the hell? Yeah. I wasn't expecting. I mean, I don't know if I gave it a thumbs up. I didn't get on. I know right. I didn't give it a thumbs up. I was very neutral. I was neutral. I was like, I was you know what? Neutral. I'll leave it. I'll leave it as a Switzerland on this one. Very very neutral, but. Like, go watch it. Form your own opinion. Do not look at the upvotes and downvotes. Yes. Don't join the hate. It's just like Captain Marvel. It's just like everything in this world. Just watch Make it. Make your own opinion. Exactly. Exactly. And some news dropped that I know you were super hyped about. Borderlands 3. Dude, I wanted to put this as a big story so bad, but I I would just go on a 45-minute monologue at that point. <laughs> oh, how much do you love this game? Can I wait I, for three? Yeah, like both of these games are in my top 75 of all time. Two is in my top 50. Like this, the both of the main series, I, I like the pre-sequel. I like Tales from the Borderlands, so four total games in the franchise. But like, <clears throat> my God. Um, <laughs> and it was probably the most blundered uh, video game reveal ever. I'll get into that in a minute. But before we got it, it was at PAX East. Gearbox had an hour-long press conference. It was at 2 o'clock on Thursday. <clears throat> so I was like, perfect, dude. 1 o'clock, Orioles-Yankees. I get yeah. It's the first pitch of the season. I get to watch a little baseball. Yeah. Ori- uh, Nationals-Mets on the other channel. I get the free MLB Network stuff. So I'm like rocking that over here, rocking that over here. I'm happy as a clam. This comes on at 2 o'clock. Yeah. Phillies are on at 3 o'clock. Oh, so I get geez. to watch this hour press conference and then go right to opening day. Yeah. So I'm... Hyped as can be. Now, unfortunately, I forgot about the baseball stuff, and I missed them marching into the stadium on opening day, which is a tradition of mine, so I'm kind of pissed oh, at myself. No more tradition. Go I, on. I watched it on DVR, so I nah, kept I, it alive. Ruined. Can't um, call it. But it's because this press conference was just like a, a fun train wreck. It was just – it was like a car wreck. You, you just couldn't stop watching you it. Couldn't it was look so away. bad. Yeah. It was so bad. And – um, God bless them. They wanted to try. So Gearbox comes out, Randy Pitchford, they do an hour-long press. So they come out. They just showed a teaser for Borderlands 3 the next day, and they said, more info tomorrow. Like, get hyped. So I'm ready, right? Like, they come out, and they say, yep, we got a new game. And everybody's like, let's talk about it. And like, we'll do that later. And I was like, yes. you're going to do it last? Like, oh, my God. You're going to blue balls me to yeah. watch this whole thing just in case I don't miss something, right? So I'm like, okay. They come out. They show this teaser. They say, like, yeah, we got a Borderlands game coming, guys. Yeah. Like, 
just Calm hang down. on with this. Yeah. So then they bring out other people to talk about other games and because they're a publisher now. So talking about all these partnerships and shit that I don't care about. And Randy Pitchford comes out and he's like, whose birthday is it? And two people raise their hand. He's like, come up on stage. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. Like, that's a cool yeah. thing, yeah. right? So he brings them up. He gives them both a gift. And inside the gift is a Borderlands uh, tabletop game. So I was like, awesome. Yeah, that's like cool. That's yeah. really cool. I, I love board games and tabletop games. Uh, and then he did a magic trick with it. So I was like, okay, really cool magic yeah. trick. I'm not going to spoil it. Like, really neat, neato. Uh, but, like, it was 30 minutes. There's yeah. a lot of filler yeah. in there. I was like, Jesus, fuck. You yeah. know, like, let's go. I would have fast-forwarded. So I we get, it was live. Can't fast-forward. Oh, so, like, I'm like, fuck this. So I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, okay, I got it. I've seen this trick a million times. I love magic. Yeah. So I got where this is going. It's going to be in the other box. So we get to the actual reveal. And they're like, all right, here's a trailer. And I was like... And then all of a sudden, the Borderlands Handsome Collection logo shows up, which is, I have it, it's Borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel put together in HD uh, on Xbox One, PS4, and Steam. And I'm like, hell yeah, I have this. But I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. And then the trailer starts stuttering. And then the trailer stops. And it buffers. And it doesn't play. And then it shuts down. And then they're like, um... Sorry, let's bring out one of the voice actors for the game. And then she comes out and she stares into the camera and she does her monologue and they play the trailer again. And it stutters and it buffers. And then the PC screen shows up with the Windows logo and all that stuff. Like backstage, they're freaking out. They didn't turn off one of the mics. And somebody said something very choice on the microphone. And you heard it. And so like... All these things are going wrong. And then Randy Pitchford comes back out, who was basically created Borderlands, and was like, all right, I was just told we got it ready. Are you ready? And they're like, yeah. He's like, play it again. And again, it fucks up. And it's super stuttery the whole time. And it's like, well, come to Borderlands. And all it was was a 4K version of this handsome collection. So we're going to get one, two, pre-sequel, boom, in 4K. Which is great news. Yeah. I don't have a 4K TV. I'm going to fuck. <laughs> so so not for me. But he said, everybody in the crowd, all 3,000 of you, it's free for you. That's awesome. Really neat. That's cool. <clears throat> Even though probably a third of those people have a 4K TV yeah. or less. So, okay. Whatever. Um, so, like, we got a cool announcement. But he said, guys, I'm not ready to show this trailer, wink, wink, if it's going to be fucked. Yeah. So he's like, team, are we ready to show them this new game? And they're like, yup. And we hit the Borderlands 3 trailer and the new mask for the whatever comes up. And I'm like, oh my God, here it is. And it starts to stutter. Oh, God. And it's just, it didn't freeze or buffer or anything yeah. like that, but it was choppy. Yeah. It wasn't smooth at all. Like when they walked, there was just a little chop to them and it was kind of distracting. And so they get through the trailer for Borderlands 3 and it's awesome. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. This trailer was amazing. And if you're a Borderlands fan, it's more amazingness that you're going to love. And then at the end of it, he goes, yeah, so I didn't like that. That was that was choppy. I didn't want to – that's not what I wanted to show yeah. you guys. Let's play it again. I heard it's great. Let's play it again. Okay, guys, we ready? Yep, we're ready. Here it is again. And it turns on as choppy again. At oh that point, I, turn, I turned yeah. off the thing, and I was like, baseball time. Like, yeah. Let's fucking go. If I they mean, talk I mean, afterwards – It's cool you're getting, the, I guess, the 4K collection. It's awesome you're getting a new game, but yeah. it was fucking, you wasted 30 minutes. It was, it was an hour. <laughs> and oh, it was bun- It was bungled because like – this amazing announcement has now been ruined because of the unfortunate yeah. technical difficulties. So I waited until after the thing was over and I just rewatched it again after it was already like 
posted to YouTube so I could watch yeah. it and clean. And my God, there are returning characters, like a ton of them. There's Brick playing a saxophone. There's uh, all the side characters you're going to know and love. There's Moxie who's back. She's got two bars this time. Um, there's not Handsome Jack. He gone. But there's two new villains who I actually really look, who I really like. They're a little emo, but I, re- I really liked them. Um, one billion guns. One of the guns had legs. It's a gun that's running down the street shooting, going hee hee. It oh, was geez. just awesome. It's more of the first person shooter, RPG, loot heavy, quest heavy, fun game with that beautiful cell shaded graphical style that you're used to. Tiny Tina is back in all of her explosive glory. Borderlands 3, I cannot wait. This game is going to be easily in the game of the year discussion when it comes out, I think, 2020. I hope not 2021. We'll see if you pre-orders it on Amazon. Nope, I will. I will, <laughs> I will not do that. Well, good. Of course, more good news from Nintendo. You can now get Nintendo online for free with Twitch Prime. For you bastards! That's awesome. Pissed. Uh, it's it's only twenty bucks a year, right? So no, it's not like a ton of money. But when you're a Twitch Prime member, you now get it for free. It's like when my years okay, up much here. Is it, how much is it to be a Twitch Prime member? You get it for free when you're an Amazon Prime member. So at, with Amazon, you have Twitch so yeah, Prime so, right so, now. So, so you could get Nintendo yeah. Switch online right now if you wanted it, but you don't have a Nintendo Switch. So when you eventually get one, because you know you're going to get it's one free. with Pokemon. That'll be free. You can trade with me online. You can battle with me online in Pokemon for free now. Yeah. And you get the NES games for free and all that stuff that comes okay, with it. Bad. You're going to get it for free when you get your Switch. So oh. that's $20 less I got it. Get some that, that Prime. you have to pay. Um, so with Amazon Prime, you get Twitch Prime. But now you get Nintendo Online, which is a cool perk. Like, it's 20 bucks, Not that much money. But it's a cool perk. Yeah. Because there are people out there that 20 bucks is a substantial amount of money. It's cheaper than 50 or 60 what we pay. And I know we mentioned it for Mortal Kombat, but again, Jax, Liu Kang, Kong Lao revealed Mortal Kombat 11. April 23rd. And it, I think they even said that a couple more characters are going to be announced before the game's release. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. And now a word from our ESO Network partners. The PWR Spot Show is on the air every single week for your wrestling listening pleasure. We talk about professional wrestling. None of that fake stuff here. Just Hulk Hogan, Pile Drivers, and Cage Matches. So join us at the ProWrestlingRoundtable.com or on ESONetwork.com. And here we are again in the movie space. I love the movie space so much. Dude, my brain's fried. I can't even think, dude. <laughs> We're going to start it off here in the movie section with a review for Dumbo, the live-action adaptation from Tim Burton. Uh, let's see how this is. Maybe if Tim Burton had made Dumbo before his Alice in Wonderland phase, it could have had something more interesting to say, or perhaps at least some more original visuals. Sadly, this routine remake doesn't manage to recapture the surreal strangeness of the original Disney classic or elevate the dated premise into something better. Damn. Five oh yes, damn it, dude! <laughs> I basically, wanted it to be good. Basically, this movie doesn't need to exist, dude. And there's like a lot of big names in there too. It's it's a shame. I mean, I I will. I think I have to say it, but I won't see it in theaters. I'll wait. In reading this review, I almost like want to see. For, it? <laughs> I almost forget. I almost wanted to forget how to read. I felt so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it was just shame. like this movie doesn't need to exist. Colin Farrell's pointless. Like oh, okay. the whole thing. And I'm like, the trailer made me cry. Yeah, dude, the first time I was like, this, this looks so good. Uh, I wouldn't even know if it's like good because Dumbo was always like, to me, it was just like, eh. But I was like legitimately like, okay, we have the Joker makeup. 
on an elephant. Like, that's what it yeah, was. Because yeah. I was like, why so serious yeah. to have Dumbo? But I guess that's it. Dumbo is going to be Deadbo, I uh, guess now. Tim Burton can't catch a break. <laughs> I mean, only one of the most popular filmmakers in the history. Can't catch a break in 20. I, I guess it's like everybody, um, like, it shows that everybody has their day in the sun. Like, nobody's infallible. Even Tim Burton can make a stinker. Um, or or five. Like, when's the last good, amazing, great Tim Burton revolutionary film? We don't know. Batman 89. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, we have a lot of, of schleck to get through. And yeah. I guess it's like, uh, you know, I guess Tim Burton's getting by on his name right now. That he's Tim fucking I mean, he's Burton. Still, yeah, he's Tim Burton. Uh, anyway, so Avengers came out with 31 posters. Yep. 31 every, posters. Every character. For Endgame. And all the, and like, here's the thing. I'm not going to spoil this for you guys. I looked at them, sadly. Uh, you knew where it was going. Some were in color, some were not. Yeah. Put your imagination together. Yeah. Yeah. The color ones are alive. Yeah. The other ones were snapped. Def- defecated. Yeah. Decimated. Decimated. I mean, they could have defecated when they were decimated. <laughs> yeah. but Peter Parker know. definitely defecated before he got decimated. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to spoil some characters. They do show you some characters yeah. that were decimated that you were up in the air. Like, did yeah. they or didn't they? So I'm not going to spoil it. But if you want to... Go find them. Dude, they're very easily but, Googleable. But the best was like, you know, all the other like people that made the memes, like, you know, remember the fall. And it was, that like, was dude, I wanted to post some of my favorites. Keanu Reeves' dog. Dude, that was the John, John Wick. Wick. That was the first one I saw. Batman. And I posted it with, like crying face. And you, so many people messaged me, like, dude, that hit me in the field. I was yeah. like, dude, right? Like, I, I was like, shit. The Batman one. Um, there were, I wanted to like, screenshot all my favorites and collectively yeah. post them but i just didn't feel like it so i did yeah. it but there are some, no, really there, are some funny there are some funny ones memes on that one so if you want to go see who has officially been decimated from the mcu <laughs> check out these 31 posters and you'll find i would say there's two big surprises in there um that you'll definitely want to check out angelina jolie is in talks to join marvel's the eternals i mean i don't know too much about the eternals i know that you know it was obviously it was jack kirby's creation after you know, he was at Marvel, left Marvel for DC. Then after, I think it was his four or five year stint at DC, he went back to to Marvel and he never finished his kind of storyline with DC and he kind of came up with the Eternals. I mean, Angelina, I, I do like her. I think she actually can probably pull off because I don't know. I, I liked her. What was that movie? Salt. It was when Liev Shriver was in it. And she was like this assassin, this badass. The one where you can bend the bullets? No, that's Wanted. But. I don't know. I, I think that she could be a good choice, but she's a, a big name, and I think everybody's going to look at her no matter who she is. Like, that's that's Jolie. Uh, Chloe Zao, is, who directed The Rider, will be directing this film. The Eternals, and this is per the IGN article about this story, the Eternals are a powerful race of cosmic beings who have existed in our solar system for millions of years. Yeah, While most point. Eternals look perfectly human on the outside, their advanced biology gives them incredible strength, long lives, and powers that set them far above mortal men. I guess we kind of, that's literally Eternal. So yeah. I guess we could yeah, have well, guessed that. Um, basically, Captain Marvel in human form. But let me tell you, I'm, I'm interested in more, more Marvel movies, more DC movies. Bring it. Uh, the New Mutants may be in doubt. And I'm saying one thing before you do. Called it. Dude, well, I think, was, I think it was Maisie Williams was getting interviewed. Yeah. And they asked her, she goes, I don't know anything. She's like, reshoots never happen. Yeah. I don't know if this movie's coming. I was like, holy shit, what the hell did you guys even shoot? Told you. As Is soon it as, that bad? As soon as... Uh, the MCU acquisition from Fox became 
uh, concrete, and then they showed that Dark Phoenix trailer. We came on and talked about it, and it was like three episodes ago. So yeah. go back and listen to it. I literally said New Mutants is never coming out. You said they will because they already have the movie, so why not? Just to try to recoup some money back. Basically, what they did with the shithole that was the Fantastic Four reboot. Yeah, I, and I get it. It was like they knew it was a, it was a shit stain, but, but why, they still released it. But it's just like don't they don't do that to your name. Film. Don't do that to your name. Like. Huh? Don't do it. Now, I guess it's a Fox movie, so it doesn't really matter. I don't think it could be worse than Fantastic Four. Prove me wrong. I got to say it. Prove me wrong. I would would recommend... I would rather watch it. I would rather watch it than them trash it. I I sat through Fantastic Four. You already know what the Fantastic Four movie is, though. So if, like, both of these movies came out at the same time and you looked up, you would rather see... But if you only had to see one, you'd see Fantastic Four. Of course. So, like, we already know how bad that is. So, like, we gotta wait to pass judgment, but I, like I said a month ago, I don't think this movie's ever coming out. And I could be wrong, but if it does, it's just gonna sully the good name of Marvel. Yeah. And and the X-Men. And for me, like, put them dead and buried. Get rid of them for two years. Right? They'll come back in 2021 in the MCU or 2022. And then we can kick ass Then do them right. Then do them right. Exactly. Kevin Feige, we trust. Don't just do this for a cash grab because it ain't going to make no fucking money. It's just not. Especially after Maisie Williams, one of the biggest actresses on the planet right now. I don't even fucking know. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, how Maisie. (laughs) Jai Courtney has confirmed to be back as Captain Boomerang in The Suicide Squad. Yeah, it was kind of God, shocking because like, he, yeah, he was like, you know, I, you were either split, you either hated him or loved him in the film. And I, I would say maybe I heard more people hate him than yeah, loved him. he was not good. I just thought he was okay. I right. mean, I think they could tweak his character a little bit because it's a soft reboot. If he wasn't in Spartacus, you'd have been on the hate. Maybe. You just liked him because he was in Spartacus. And I and I liked him in Spartacus, but I can just call it like I see it. I, just, I know I, I I loved him in Spartacus. So you can't let that yeah. you can't yeah. let that shape your opinion about how he was in Suicide. He just wasn't. Good. I just hope that they can kind of you know bring something. I did read that James Gunn is looking at Dave Bautista to play Peacemaker. He's kind of basically like this kind of like basically a Judge Dredd type of guy, like human, just armored, yeah, physical combat. Like so, he is kind of cool. I know? am the Ralph. Uh, Jai Courtney, though, maybe just maybe he was terrible in Suicide Squad because of the writing. Yeah, exactly. And because like you of David Ayer. Yeah. I, I think David Ayer just kind of went in with the wrong mindset. I hope so. Like, I hope James Gunn gets more out of him, which he will. James Gunn yeah. can get more out of a plastic bag than most I mean, people can get out of a good bring actor. In, like, rumored that they're looking to try to bring in King Shark and Peacemaker. If he can kind of bring in these, like, boomerangs in the back characters, right? like, I, I think I have faith in them. These, if we see more characters in The Suicide Squad than we had seen in any other movie, or maybe people are making their, fi- like, f- uh, film debut. Uh, these characters, then Jai Courtney's just going to be on the back burner. Yeah. And that's fine. If he's like the last dude in line at the ice cream social, I'm totally cool with giving him the extra scoop. Or he's second to last. I'm good. Yeah. I'll give him the the extra scoop of chocolate. Like at that point, that's totally fine. But he just can't be front and center like he was in Suicide Squad because he just wasn't very good. Uh, Keanu Reeves was not the first choice for Neo. This came out this week. I don't even, I remember seeing it, but I don't remember who was the first choice. Ready for this? One of my favorite the beautiful, the stunning, the gorgeous Sandra Bullock. Really? Was the first choice for Neo. I don't know. She just did The Net, so maybe she didn't want to do any more movies like that. I think they did the right... I I can't even picture the movie without Keanu. Well, yeah, exactly. That's why he was the right man for the job. But again, 1990-whatever. Out of everyone, Sandra Bullock. She's great, dude. Sandra Bullock, at the time that... The first Matrix came out. She was on top of the world. Yeah, she did Speed. Well, I think it, she did the, the net. She did Speed. She well, did. actually, it might have been right after Speed Two. They, so they probably saw Speed Two. Cruise <laughs> Control was like, "Fuck that." No, no, Fuck she was shit. the she was the one who said no. So, like, wow! And, and at, that time, at that time, at that time, Keanu was 
high at that time, but he wasn't the greatest actor on the planet yet. He was I mean, coming he was off never, the replacements, baby. That did that movie come out? Ninety nine. I think it was ninety nine. I thought replacements was 02. Whatever, it's irrelevant. He was. I thought he was. The replacements was one of his best films. But he, they, they were arguably right here, A and and one A yeah. in the in the world. They, I won't say that either one of them was the best, but at like their heights, they were probably like equally as popular. And I love Sandra Bullock. Came out in two thousand. She crushed The Blind Side. That movie, yeah, yeah, she I stole agree. She the was show good. in The Blind Side, and she is just stunning. And I could almost imagine how cool a female-led Matrix movie could be, especially if you kept all the other I characters mean, at that male. Point, I would have just been like, our right, Carrie and Moss switch Trinity, mm-hmm. Neo done. Yeah. I just I liked I would like to see what that film looked like. Now I was never a Matrix guy. Well, Greg, we are in the time of reboot, so yeah, right. You know, careful what you wish for. <laughs> no, right. Kev uh, Kev McCormick uh, showed me the very first Matrix movie. Yeah, same here. Literally uh, yeah, in same. his house. Yep. And same. then um, you might have been there. Like I'm, I pr- you I live did, next I door just, to the kids, so I just remember that that was the first thing because. The first I watched, I didn't even understand it. Yeah, I was young. Oh yeah, I was, totally. And no I was idea like, was I was like, on. I don't even know if I like it or not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, sci-fi was totally different, yeah, like new yeah. to us at that time, and we weren't. We were young. Yeah, we were into skateboarding. I was and, ten. Yeah, so like, um, that was the first time. And then when I worked at the company where I worked at before, where I work now, yeah. if that wasn't yeah. confusing, um, the dude at work, who one of the guys I worked with for Christmas, got me all of them on DVD as a Christmas present. Like, just that's assuming pretty, that I that's, liked them. That's like a nice gift, though. I, I was like, like here, take thanks, a dude. Never saw them. Like, not my favorite. <laughs> yeah. But it was a cool yeah. gesture, nonetheless. I've still never seen the, the other two. I've yeah. only seen the first Matrix movie. The second one's the best. I would like to go back and see a world with Sandra Bullock in it. Just for fun. Just for funsies, bro. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got more power to you, my friend. <laughs> All right, we got the box office. Again, this was a shorter shorter show today. Shorter, uh... Well, so anyway, so we got the box office for this past week, um, which actually we did already because when we did it, yeah, on we Monday, did, yeah, we did. So we actually uh, don't have a box office. Just we know that Shazam's coming, baby. That's Shazam it. is next week. That's and I'm saying it Saturday. I have to. All right. So on Monday we did the stuff coming out. Friday yes, yes, of this week. So yeah. now I'm going to skip ahead. Well, then, to, we're gonna, no, then we're going to keep doing that. Huh? We're, then we're going to keep being one week ahead now. We're gonna keep no, it. no, we're back on track. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we're back on track um, because we skipped Saturday and did it Monday. So I okay. went back. I purposely said the older movies on okay, Monday. Okay. So now we're back on track. Coming April 5th, Pet Cemetery, which we had the review for on last week's yep. episode. Shazam, which we had the review for on last week's episode. Unicorn Store, which is a Netflix movie from Brie Larson. So she stars and I think directed it as well. But this is a Netflix film called Uniform, uh, Unicorn Store. Comes out the same day as Sam. The Headhunter. The Haunting of Sharon Tate, The Best of Enemies, Peter Lou, and The Public. Oh, and also um, Kevin Hart's coming out with a new comedy special on Netflix. It's either April 1st or April 2nd. All right, so you can skip that. Yeah, so I just – oh, I just I, – you know, I hate Kevin Hart. That's all. I, I think he's, he's the least – He's from Philly. I got it. I think he's the least funny motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> I think she he's the wasn't ready. She's the, he is I love it. so fucking unfunny. God damn. Uh, now, we would normally at this time when we transition to TV have our Doom Patrol discussion. Uh, Sam again had a big day yesterday. Again, congratulations to Machi and Lauren on their nuptials. Uh, so, Sam, you didn't get around to watching Doom I Patrol. I had no time. I wish you would have texted me because when I woke up at 2 o'clock this morning, that's what I watched. Oh, so I've been awake Dude, since 2 because I, I, I watched I woke Doom up Patrol. at 5 a.m. on Friday just to kind of do the notes, get this ready, and kind of go grab everything else I had to for this. So yeah. I just I ran out of time. The, and the reason I watched at 2 a.m., 
Ashley went out yesterday for a couple hours, and and so I was like, all right, I got the house to myself. Yeah. And it was after Doom Patrol had come out. Doom Patrol drops at 9 yeah, a.m., I yeah, think. Nine. She left at like 10. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God. And I went down a rabbit hole. I watched Major League oh, and A League of Their Own. And I was like, this is the greatest day ever. Me and the baby oh, hanging uh, out, watching baseball Daddy, daughter movies. day. And then she comes nice. home, and I was like, shit, I got to do the notes. So I go on to do the notes, and I saw IGN's uh, review of Doom Patrol, and I was like, fuck, I forgot. I, forgot. I could have, yeah. So I was like, all right, I got to watch it t- at night. So she goes to bed last night. I come down here. It's like 9 o'clock. And I was like, all right, I'm going to watch a little baseball because, again, we have the, the free couple-week yeah. preview. So I'm watching Cardinals Brewers, and I fall asleep. And I fell asleep right there on that couch, woke up at 2 o'clock, was like, shit, I've missed the final four. I missed all the baseball. I have no idea what's going on in, in my life. Um so I'm like, well, I got two choices. Go back to sleep or wake up in just a few more hours and fucking watch Bang Doom Patrol up. real quick before Sam okay. gets here. So I opted to watch Doom Patrol at 2 in the morning. Was it good? Did you enjoy it? Don't, obviously, it don't was, give me no spoilers. It was called Therapy Patrol. Okay. And you know that the episode yeah. titles have been pretty bang yeah. on to yeah. what yeah. the episode's yeah. about. So what do you think? Let's play that game. What do you think Therapy Jane? Patrol was out about? Probably all of them. All of them are in therapy. <laughs> Correct. Uh, except it's with each other. Oh, cool. They're okay. doing a group therapy session where they're all talking things. Oh, out. This is where the teams kind of slowly get their bond. Yes, good. and good. it okay, was good. really good. So, to, so next week Comple- we'll do we'll do two episodes. Completely, yeah. Two. So it completely redeemed itself from this past couple awesome. episodes for me. Yeah, more, no, more, one, yeah. more just two weeks ago for you. I know you liked last yeah. one. This was a. Uh, don't expect a billion like action scenes again, yeah. but this was a, the team is starting to, we're starting to come together, Pepper, starting to come together. Cool. And uh, I'll, I'll real quick read the IGN review of it and to give you a little bit of an idea of what it was about. And then Sam and I will give it a full recap next week when we do two episodes for the show. Doom Patrol shows how much fun and pathos can be mined out of a simple premise. Theory Patrol offers even deeper insight into these profoundly damaged heroes while also ensuring that there's enough absurdist, abs, well, absurdist humor at work to balance out the darker moments. The series may not be moving along very rapidly from a narrative standpoint, but as long as it's this entertaining, who cares? That's good. I really recommend it, but let's move on because we're going to stay in the DC Universe. The DC Universe announces that Swamp Thing will premiere on May 31st. Dude, that, I, I love that everything is so fast. When one show is either like ending or there's only an episode or two, bam, here's the next show. It's like HBO. Like You think, oh man, only six episodes of Game of Thrones. There's going to be something following it, like real close. And like... Dude, there's just so many shows. Like, there's like billions started back up. And yeah. like, all these shows, it's like, I, there's not enough time in the day. Speaking of HBO, that Adnan Syed four-part documentary that they did... Uh, oh yeah, I remember. Isn't yeah. really that good. I never. I didn't. At see least it. the I first episode it. just was. It's probably a lot better for people that didn't listen to Serial, but I did, and the other so you already podcast know. So you already know. everything okay. in there okay. is now. Granted, it's video, which is cool. Like yeah. I only have gotten audio, but I've seen all the photos and stuff. So like the first episodes there, I got them on DVR, so I'm not ready to give up yet. But a little disappointing for me. Here's a story about the Swamp Thing, uh, which again is James Wan's adaptation, and we're in really good hands. And I believe um, Len Wiseman directed the pilot who did Underworld. At WonderCon, they even showed a teaser trailer for oh, something just to the room. Pissed. It hasn't been released because yeah, I haven't seen nothing yet. But good he, reviews. The teaser trailer features. This is from IGN. Features 
a lot of quick, creepy shots that establish the horrific southern gothic vibe of the series with rotting corpses being reanimated through creeping vines and plenty of jump scares. The final shot of the teaser features Abby Arcane, who's Crystal Reed, wading through the swamp before she turns into something lumpy, slimy, and definitely not human. Begin. I'm sorry, before she turns to see something, lumpy, slimy, and definitely not human, beginning to rise from the water. But the camera cuts away before we can see Swamp Thing. I like that. That's a perfect teaser trailer. Even though we didn't say if they'll release something to us soon, because April is Monday. So, I'm hyped. I cannot <laughs> so wait. facto, it's April, April 1st. Is Monday. <laughs> so, I cannot wait to watch this show. Um, it's We're going to get a horror. Day, day one. Which one. is cool. Day one. Yeah. Day one. But you're not a horror guy. I'm surprised you I'll you're... wait to do one. So around, like, I'm going to try to center my spotlights around characters that either have shows or yeah. movies. So like that's perfect. Okay, boom. Yeah. I already know a spotlight in May 31st. And we had done a top three, whether it was Justice League Dark or whatever it was. Yeah. I can't remember. But maybe top three DC characters or something. Swamp Thing was on my list. Yeah. I can't remember what the uh, top three. We've done 128 of them, so I can't I really too, remember. Too many. But... Uh, <laughs> I know that I, this is my most this before any of this yeah. before Titans even came out. This was my most something. show, like most anticipated show, even more than Harley Quinn. Yeah. Once I saw the Doom Patrol in Titans, I immediately switched. The Holy shit! Yeah. Um, and it's definitely paying dividends. But this is the type of show I want: a yeah. horror, dark different. show yeah. about Swamp Thing. Who, thank God, it's a horror show. And, I'm assuming there's gonna be some comedy in there. And as well. I also, I am liking the one episode a week. I know. I told you. It's the I, way I to go. It. Yeah, it just... It gives what, you something to look forward to. You're overwhelmed and you feel almost obligated that you have to watch it right away because if you're online, a spoiler could be there. Mm-hmm. Some could pop up and it's like, I can't, I can't, I have to watch everything. If you binge six episodes or something, you remember how it started and how it ended. You very, very rarely rem- remember episodes two and three and four. Yeah. So you're, you, episode six is what <coughs> hits you and episode one was your immediate reaction. Yeah. So like for me, a binge isn't the way to go. Yeah. Unless it's like a half hour shorter comedy show because that's not heavy on plot. Fine, yeah. I'll binge that, like um, like my pick of the week. But uh, th- I'm very, very happy about one week, except for yesterday when I fucking forgot about it, um, which sucks. But Swamp Thing is going to be epic. Like, yeah. I cannot wait. We'll do our Swamp Thing every week yeah. Yeah, discussion, just like we've done with every other DC Universe show. And we'll also do it when it comes out with Stargirl. We got our first look. And she looked freaking fantastic. Her yeah. costume looked awesome. Yeah. And this is what Sam t- tagged me in at 3 in the morning. Yep. When, I, when, you're, when you're up and you know what I mean? I saw this. I was like, that's pretty cool. She looks great. I mean, I, I only know a little bit about Stargirl. I know like it's either her dad gives her the staff after he retires. But I'm interested to see what Stargirl and Starman kind of do and where they go from there. Game of Thrones is getting a two-hour documentary on May 26th, the week after the series finale well i mean that's it's a must watch and to quote it's a chronicle of the show's most ambitious and complicated season so it's going to give you behind the scenes look at okay if you like game of thrones watch a doc that's it and i love documentaries yeah i'm such a documentary and it's hbo i I trust i love inside the writer's room behind the curtain inside look interviews i love that stuff um my you know one of my favorite discs that i own is the disc two special features to Clerks two because it's got oh, a yeah, ninety everything. minute yeah. featurette of the making of that movie with a little bit of other Kevin Smith yeah. stuff in there. You always get that with the Kevin Smith movies. I fucking yeah. it's, love it's, that. It's, it's disc. always great. And so like I'm in. Yeah. Disc same. two of Rent with a ninety minute doc of the of how Rent the Broadway yeah. play came yeah. to be. I'm all you in, baby. I'm yeah. all in, baby. I love special features. Is yeah. What I'm trying to say. So this is awesome, and this will be a special feature on the I, Blu-ray. I, I do love be some blooper reels. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, but 
we're going to get a two-hour documentary, which is awesome. Probably going to watch it in one-hour chunks because that's a long yeah. That's a long watch. That's almost an episode. Uh, kidding. Gotham drops a Batman poster ahead of its April 18th series finale. So yeah, so well, if there's... You don't see his face. Well, you there's two episodes. Head. It's 18th and I think yes. the 25th. There's two episodes left. We already know that it's going to. It's not going to be David Ms. Moses or Mazaeus, however you say his last name. It's not going to be his physical body. It's going to be an older actor to, to portray, you know, the physical appearance of Batman. But it's going to be David's voice playing, you know, you know, I guess still playing Batman. So I'm interested to see if they're going to show, like, are we going to see his whole, like, uniform? Are we going to see everything? Like, I know... It was already teased that he's fighting the Joker in one of the scenes because Cameron Monaghan kind of tweeted like it was an honor to fight Batman, you know, fight the Joker, you know. So that was cool. I can't wait. And, you know, like season one was just what it was. Season two is Rise of the Villains. So every episode was in that theme. Season three was Mad City. Season four was A Dark Knight. Season five has been Legend of the Dark Knight. The last two episodes, April 18th and April 25th, they did what is the April 18th and the April 25th is the beginning. The beginning. Which is the end, which is ironic. The end of the show, but the beginning. And and they'll have exactly 100 episodes for the series. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah, so I was like, that, that's a nice way to go. Way on. to go, Gotham. They could have just lumped it in no, as a two-hour no, they finale, start, the, the but show they decided started to cut it for numbers. Like a little rocky, it. and then they found their footing, and they created, I think, a little something, not obviously to the comics, to the T of what everything is, but for what Gotham is, I think they did a good job. A, a solid prequel. Yeah. We also got, it's not in the notes, and it's not really that, it's a teaser. It's like a 30-second yeah. teaser of Pennyworth. Epic's dropped it last night of a, the Alfred Pennyworth Oh, yeah, that's right, show. the Alfred show. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So they dropped it. It's it. very, very... Yeah, I, that... It's very, very what you'd expect. Yeah, There's that, nothing That one could be the one I might just let pass. Unless it gets rave reviews or something. It's yeah. like, okay, let me at least check the yeah. It's 30 seconds of your life. I watched it. It was like, okay, good. There he is on screen. There's Alfred. He's in the front seat of a car. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Right. But I'm sure that the fans are, are going to yeah. be absolutely apeshit for that. But Gotham did a prequel right. You're right. Yeah. The first season put a lot of people off. Yeah, I agree. A lot of people. Um, was including like, myself. I, after yeah. the pilot, I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Now, I'm you, like, you shit. You appreciate what it was. And, and they, I can go back both, and watch it They all. showed you characters I never thought we would have saw. Scarface, yeah. Ventriloquist. Like, they, man, they came a long way. Cameron Monaghan did a great job. Yeah. Ben, uh, ben uh, McKenzie did a, did a great job. Mix Marina of Heath Ledger and... Um, Mark Hamill. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm excited. I'm really excited to like in five years from now, go watch the show for the first time. Yeah. You'll be like, you'll have a hundred episodes. Is it going to, I know it's Fox property, but I wonder if it's going to be on DC universe eventually. I don't know. Maybe after the deal, you know, whatever. Yeah, if, but, yeah. but Fox, but Fox is joining the MCU or Fox is joining Disney. So yeah. like, I don't know how that's going to work. It might be a Hulu thing. Cause Disney owns so much of Hulu. Maybe they split. You did the first 50. We'll get the back. 50. <laughs> Uh, and lastly, in the TV space, Runaways has been renewed for season three. Good, solid show. Yeah, Happy it's coming yeah, back. Yeah, I heard good things season one and two. I guess I'm just going to one day just have to use my free 30-day trial and just bang out the first two seasons. At that point, it won't be an episode a week. I don't know if they do an episode a week on Hulu for this because it's an original. I'm almost positive they do uh, like Handmaid's Tale. They do one a week. Even okay. though it's an Hulu original, they do it just like it was yeah, on TV. I like that. I don't know if Runaways does it that way because I was late. To but yeah, but season one, two are already out. I'm yeah. probably good. Yeah, and I've watched the first two episodes of season one, and I have zero complaints. Good show. Yeah. I recommend you watching it. So that's going to be cool, man. Any more t- like more TV is always a good thing. So Runaways renewed for season three. And here we go into our last uh, piece of the show today, Sam Spotlight. What do you got for us today? So today, I decided to pick up Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. 134. It's the first appearance of Darkseid in Cameo on the very last page. 
Obviously, it's Dark Side created by Jack Kirby. It's a Jack Kirby story. It's a Neil Adams cover. Jack Kirby, Vince Coletta, and Al Placitino art. Came out in December 1970, and I have a 9.2 white pages. Um, I had this book for a while. Shout out to Collector's Comics. I got that off them off Instagram. So if you ever need to look out some comics, Collector Comics, they've always had a great set of books. Obviously, this was created by the, the, the great Jack Kirby. I believe he had some disagreements with Marvel, kind of. I don't think he appreciated kind of st- how Stan Lee was kind of like in the spotlight and doing videos and appearances and kind of Jack kind of just stayed at his house and did his own thing like art. So I think in 69 or 70, he left Marvel, went to DC for 1970 to I think 75. And that's when he, you know, he created, you know, the, 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 was the fourth world, which is, you know, basically he created dark side apocalypse, or, which he's the ruler of apocalypse. He's the father of Oron. Oron, he's actually a hero. Then you have villains as Kalibek, or was it Graven and Growl, who just kind of came out in the comics a couple years ago. I have a 9.2. There's 70 on the CGC census. There's 56 on a 9.4, 22 at a 9.6, and only 7 at a 9.8. So, I mean, it, it's 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 a pretty rare book. And obviously, I have white pages. Sometimes you see this book with creamed off white pages. I try to kind of stay away from that. But one of the reasons why I, I wanted to show a little spotlight to this book was he was kind of, Darkseid was supposed to be the main villains for titles as the Forever People, Mr. Miracle, and, and like the New Gods. But I think after, it was like three or four years of Jack Kirby's run, they canceled the series and then Jack Kirby went back to Marvel. But DC decided to kind of keep Darkseid around, realized he's such a you know powerful villain, they kind of like matched him up with Superman. And they kind of tied all that in. He's got, you know, superhuman strength, flight, immortality. He's got the Omega Beam out of his eyes, genius level, intellect. And kind of like, you know, and his first full appearance is Forever People 1, which maybe one down the line I'll bring that one. But I wanted to bring his cameo. You kind of find out on the very last page that basically Superman sees this Earth that's just machines. He goes to save it. He He saves it. But then you kind of find out that was I think it's Morgan Edge was kind of talking to Darkseid on a TV, and you find out that this was all Darkseid's idea, and he basically said, "Stop! You've done enough. Like I'll, I'll basically contact you when you're ready to do something else." So I, I thought it was interesting. The book came out like I said, 1970. Silver Age comics kind of ended in 1970, and Bronze Age picked up in 1970. So I, I would probably consider this like the beginning of the Bronze Age. One of the, I think it's undervalued because it's, you know, like right now, obviously, the Thanos is kind of Iron Man 55. That book kind of went up because obviously Thanos, there's Collector's Comics, or you can see their tag on the back. Tommy's a great guy over there. If you ever need comics, shoot him a DM on Instagram. He'll take care of you. Tell him I sent you. But just a super undervalued book. And and, and another, and the, one of the main reasons why I brought it up is because um, I guess a fan as Zack Snyder, blah, 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 is there a Snyder cut? And Snyder confirmed that his cut is out there, but he doesn't think that it'll ever... I mean, he doesn't know that it'll ever get released. Because his plan was, in the Justice League 1 and 2, to have Darkseid come, kill Lois Lane, and basically fuck up the entire Justice League, which goes to Justice League 2, and then kind of just, I guess, more either more members come together and then they kind of battle rather than just having Steppenwolf as the main villain. I think it would have brought out like I don't even though I doubt they finished his look in Dark Side and Justice because it wasn't finished. They scrapped it midway through and then what's his name came 
came through to finish the film. What the hell is his name? He did Avengers. Talking about Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon came and did the film and kind of changed the story up a lot. So, I, I mean, I would love to see Zack Snyder's cut because I love 300. I still say Watchmen's one of the best comic book adaptations I've ever seen. And I think Darkseid is... I think he's better than Thanos. You know, because Darkseid came first and Thanos was kind of based on Darkseid. So Darkseid's the true badass. Maybe, and it all maybe in comics, but definitely not in the The uh, late, in great the Jack Kirby. Thank you for coming to DC for the, the five short years that you came. 15 cents upon yep. original print, which is... My two favorite things about this segment are the original... The original price of the book and then whatever's on the back. Yeah. And I always look at the back and uh, last week, I forget what the hell was on there. BB gun? Yeah, air gun. Yeah. So, okay, you say you- This thing is Skittle Pool, which sounds like an awesome <laughs> thing, how we don't have it. We might have it today, but I've never seen it or played it. Um, it's a pendulum where you swing a pendulum into the cue ball instead of your pool cue, which then knocks the other balls. It's a mini pool yeah, table. Yeah, a mini, a very, very with, mini pool. With one, two, three, four, five, six, seven- pockets seven pockets but the pockets are in different spots there's no side pockets yeah. because that's where you're swinging the, the skittle from there's two extra pockets on the ends north and south and which is really cool and, and just to add another tip you said the cover was 15 cents when it first came out the last 9.2 sale was 1275 so it it, it, uh, went so up it, it went up a couple dollars you could say yeah. i i think i think it's, it's it's a key key book i love dark side from just being with the superman the animated series and just loving dark side and I, I had to pick it up now you can shoot pool in your own home with skittle pool by aurora so this was before home pool tables which is even cooler oh, okay. that's just it's i love cheap, the backs. Cheap, cheaper way i just love the backs yeah. the backs of those comics are so cool but that was sam's spotlight this week um we have a uh, we'll have the uh, the actual picture of the book right now it's in our instagram story um and it's going to be on our instagram feed as well so if you want to check out the, uh, the book itself by the cover and all that good stuff, check it out. Um, but we have our Patreon shout-outs before he gives our picks of the week and get out of here. Patreon shout-outs, thank you to Bradley Epstein, which is at North Comics on Instagram, Darren Monroe, Jay Sanford 9482 Mike Forward, uh, Sam Reimer, twitch.tv slash MyKnifeYourLife, and thanks again to our newer patron, Ryan Roselio. Uh, thank you very much, gentlemen. We appreciate your patronage. Uh, and uh, let's give our pick of the week. And okay, well, I believe I mentioned this this show once before, but I could finally like give it the proper just pick of the week. Devil Man Crybaby. Do you remember? That, that anime from the Dude, uh, Origami Crane interview. Yes, that, that's where we first brought it up. This is not for younger kids. This is The first five minutes are apparently for, fucked. For adults only. I tell everyone, guys, watch the first episode and just strap in because it's, cra- it's one of the craziest animes I've ever seen. It's 10 episodes, 25 minutes each. It's on Netflix. It, it, it's nuts. So it's, it's about like this like ancient race of demons that basically return to ca- kind of take over the humans and I guess the world. But then you kind of this Akira kind of fuses with this demon and kind of his buddy wants to use him to kind of fight the demons. The show's got an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Jeez. It was awarded Anime of the Year in 2018 for Crunchyroll's Anime Award. That's cool. And it was based on the manga Devil Man, and yeah. they, they you know, obviously they tweaked it a little bit, like they all do with everything. <laughs> There's still no word on a season two. I mean, I don't even know where it, where it left. I don't know how you could pick it up, but pick it up. Just I don't care. Give me another one because these ten episodes, Greg, I, I can't even like put it in the words. Like I was just mind blown. I've never seen an anime like this. It took me by like. I saw it after Castlevania because okay. it was like, you know, shows you might like. I was like, ah, let me see this. And 
I was just transfixed. Like you're like like almost like you're watching a car wreck and you can't turn away and you're strapped in. And when we talked to Origami Crane, he was like, dude, it was the craziest show. I can't believe you, you watched it all. And, and I know Shout I'm not the Jake only Fine. one because I remember even on it, uh, Twitter was uh, Jackie Jing. She was like, that was crazy. I love the show. And so I know I'm not the only one that loved it. It won a freaking award last year. So trust me, Devilman Crybaby on Netflix. Check it out. Now, we all know that I loves me some Canadian television. And I would say the if king of that. If you say Degrassi, I drop kick you right here. In the I would say the king of that is Degrassi. And that is still one of my all-time favorite shows. Um, but I may have found, like, you have Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, you have Degrassi. Yeah, you yeah. have Trailer Park Boys. Um, but I may have found the new king of Canadian comedy in Letterkenny. This uh. is a half-hour comedy show it's got six seasons seven episodes a season um i think they do a season every six months because it's a relatively newer show within the last couple years uh i discovered this show on hulu um it's on hulu i should say but i discovered it through a friend who texted me and said hey do you watch it i said never heard of it and but i was like i'll add it to my queue my stuff and so to the pile and then like one morning i was like it's a half hour he's recommending it it's a comedy i love comedies i love canadians so uh you know how in the beginning of Law and Order it says like the city of New York, yeah, yeah. and these are their stories. Yeah. This one it opens up. There are five thousand people in Letterkenny, and here are the problems. Oh, <laughs> and it's wow. Letterkenny is a small town in very, very, very rural Canada, and uh, I think it's in Quebec, and um, or maybe Nova Scotia. I can't remember, but anyways, there are hicks, there are hockey players, and there are like uh, I can't remember like goths or whatever. And there's only three types of people. And like, it's so funny. It's basically a guy who used to be the toughest guy in Letterkenny and he used to fight all the time and he gave it up. And now he wants to become the toughest guy again. He just wants to beat people up. But like it features – it's just the funniest shit you could ever think. There's cold opens uh, almost every episode. So I was with my friend the other day and then they just do this cold open for like a minute where they just have this funny-ass dialogue – uh, it's ultimately quotable. They say the same things every episode that you're catching on. Like, uh, if you say something to me now, if I understand you, I'm nine times out of ten going to reply with, that's a Texas size 10-4. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's just so fucking funny that I've been just hooked on this show. Um, the hockey players are some of the funniest shit ever. Snipes and Sellies, bro. You want to get some Sandos? Let's crush some Sandos. And it's just Jeez. like... I can't I can't recommend enough for just people that like comedy, like Canadian television, like Canadian accents because they're super the thick, guy. super thick, and uh, like a funny show that doesn't need a plot to carry it through. Yeah. It's like almost like episode of the week type of thing. Um, very very few times does it actually cross over from episodes. I'm on season three, episode two, which I hear is the best episode of the season yeah. of the series. So I'm really yeah. excited to watch this one, but. Uh, my God, it's a gem. It's a hidden gem. And oh. in doing more research on the show, it's got a massive cult following here in I the States. It. So uh, Reddit is just quotes all yeah. day long from that. And now the guy that put me onto this show and me and him are just texting each other yeah. quotes all day long. That's cool. Just cracking that's cool. up. Uh, so it's a really, really good show. Uh, so that's that's my pick of the week. So Letter Kenny, L-E-T-T-E-R-K-E-N-N-Y, all one word. It's on Hulu. I don't know if it's available on Netflix. I don't think it is. So if you have Hulu, check it out. Uh, but Letter Kenny is totally worth it. That was episode 128 of We Podcast and We Know Things. We'll be back next week. We may or may not have Shazam impressions. I don't think we will. No, I don't 
probably after, after the after. podcast. So maybe two weeks from now, we will have our Shazam impressions. But uh, we'll have a, a big show for you next week for episode 129. Can't wait to see you there. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week. Well, the Phillies won. network has a brand new patreon that's right we're asking for your help and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month don't fret all your favorite shows will still be available for free as always but you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our patreon to sign for the eso network patreon's easy all you have to do is go to esopodcast.com and click on the link with your support of the eso network it's you who will reap the rewards This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.